Okay, we're back. Finally, we have a pay-per-view to talk about. Box up UFC. I'm Slimmy. I'm joined by Artores. And we're back. How are we doing? Let's go. We're doing amazing. Can't wait for uh, UFC 270. I got a towards bank with my hand. Oh, perfect. And um, we are ready to start firing. It's not the, it's not the um, sexiest pay-per-view of all time, but, you know, it's a not at all. pay-per-view. There's two belts in the line. So, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with last week real quick. Just to, just to get it out of the way. Because I, I, we were so fucking right, first of all. We, we nailed this fight. We were just so confused as to why Calvin Cater was almost a plus 200 dog against Giga. And he goes out there yeah. and he pitches a shutout. 50-45. I think one judge had a 50-44 Campbell, he delivered the beating that he received from, uh, from Holloway last year. Like, I cannot believe. Yeah, pretty much. Like, man. Yeah, I just want to say, good. it feels so good. To, it, it feels so good to get one so right. Like, it really does. It like, was a great way I mean, to start the year. Not in, I'm not like, this is not how I saw this fight going. I didn't really see it going the distance. But it just feels so good to, like, just pick, put a lot on a winner. And, like, it felt a lot like the Aldo last minute event. Yes. You know what I mean? We're getting better. And the Derek at this. Lewis. Like, like, you know and the Derek Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're, we're getting better at these, like, um, I think we're three, three of the last four. Three of the last the four. Fourth is Poirier. We double yeah, fucked we're, we're the, the uh, yeah, except it, it probably, it probably minus money though from, from that one <laughs> loss with the three wins. Either way though, I just feel so good to get one right. And we found a, a weakness from Giga. He cannot wrestle. He has no ground game. Oh and man. I'm sorry, but his kickboxing is not good enough to get him to the top if his ground game is that shitty against a guy who does not wrestle in fights, at least. Yeah, so you watched the entire fight, did you? Yes. Okay. I was making a stake while I was watching it, but I was locked in. That's beautiful. Uh, So, first round, Giga goes for a kick and falls down, and that completely changed the entire Mm -hmm. fight. Because there's like three minutes. It really did. Like, if yeah. No, like there's like three plus minutes left in the fight. Cater grabs him, throws him down, is on top of him for the rest of the round. And it changed the entire fight because one, it gassed out Giga. Two, it got in his head because he was getting dominated on the ground. And three, it gave Cater the confidence knowing that he can legitimately beat this dude's ass. Yeah. I mean, those are three great points. And I don't want to say like, the fight was over then, but like that was right. like a big turning point. Like, who knows what would happen if that didn't happen? And Cater yeah. didn't get that confidence. Giga wasn't discouraged. Um, you know, all like all the points you made, like who knows what would have happened if if he didn't fall and Cater went for his back. Who knows if that was even part of Cater's game plan to do that? But it kickstarted a dominant performance from Cater and it made me. I mean, of course we won money on it, but it, it felt good to see someone who was on every statistic from all the records Holly broke against him. Like he was on the wrong side of a historical UFC fight. He was on the right. wrong side of it. And for him to come back a year later and flip the, flip, flip the switch, it was, it was incredible. And I feel, and he, he, I feel great for him and he's a force to be reckoned with in that division, like hundred percent. I wish they would have waited to make the hot or not the Holloway the Volkanovski Korean zombie fight, because if that fight wasn't already made, 
Calvin Cater looks a lot better than the zombie does right now and should be higher ranked. I think Cater beats zombie with ease, honestly. Yeah. Like, so there's that. I think Cater Ortega is a fight to make. Here's the thing, too, that was really pissing me off. I mean, we don't have to get into like, I mean, Giga's getting a little bit, of, getting a little bit of heat on Twitter because he was like chirping Volk before the fight, right. and like now he's saying he would have beat Cater nine out of ten times. But you know, like we're not fighters; we can't like we're not gonna like ch- like you know bash some guy for shit he's saying. Like they're in the fight game; it's different. But yeah, from the mainstream media, they're sliding Giga in for the option uh, and not Cater before the fight. Yeah. And they're not even saying winner of Cater Giga. Like, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, like, why, they didn't even why give is him. It, why is that? Why? Like, why is that? Like. It's negligence, dude. Like, Giga had a fight that week. And instead of, you could have easily just did Giga slash Cater. And it would be totally Exactly. Fine. But instead. But there was none of that. It was just Giga. There was, everyone was looking past Calvin Cater. And one thing I just want to say about Cater is his use of elbows was oh my god amazing in this fight absurd he was chucking those things yeah, um, it was crazy and he said like, fuck it's a boxing it's too boring I'm just gonna throw some elbows yeah I love it uh like let's you know Giga almost you know he kind of looked past him too um. You know, talk like chirping at honestly. Bulk. Yeah, I think Giga was looking past Cater, he was looking ahead at you know the title shot, even though he's like he was what like the seventh ranked guy. Like, yeah, I, don't know, I, th- I think he'll be back and he'll he, he's, I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be in the top 10 for a long time. Yeah, no doubt, um, no doubt, especially in this division. This division is a lot of um, you know, and I'm not gonna say there's like a lot, there's a lot of toss up, there's a lot of beatable guys in the top 10, but. He will probably have to sit out for a while. You know, he got his face was in like smashed. It was he, smashed. Did okay, you see the so picture they took after the fight. That's what I was just gonna say. They took a picture after the fight, and Giga looked like he went through the seven depths of hell, and Cater barely had a scratch <laughs> on him. But you know, you got like he just got a cup of coffee, like and yeah. And but the thing is though, like. Giga landed a lot of strikes. Like it went all five rounds. He stayed up most of the time. Like, yeah. He got his licks in there. And I think part of that first round, um, Giga, you know, was obviously at full strength and Cater ate his shots like it was nothing, which is another thing that can get mm-hmm. in your head if you're Giga because you're like, okay, I hit this dude with my best shot and he didn't go out. That's the first time that's ever happened in, a, in one of my fights. So I think that's another element you got to yeah. look at. Um, Dude, Cater's chin is ridiculous. I mean, he's never been finished. He took all of that from Holloway and didn't get knocked down once. He took Giga's best shots. I mean, dude, his chin is absurd. I mean, I don't have the stats. I mean, the stat you sent me earlier about how he's absorbed more strikes than 93% of UFC fighters in the history of the UFC in the last two fights. That's like, I don't even know what to say about that. And it's the other unreal. stat is that he's he's second in all time behind Holloway, most strikes absorbed absorbed without being knocked down. So no, so it's not just his chin is insane, but he doesn't even like get wobbled. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and shout out to Giga's chin as well. That we did learn that about him is that he can really. That is true. You, you I did said, call that. I said on the podcast like, 
you know, maybe Giga has an iron chin. Turns out he does, and they banged for five rounds. Didn't see that coming. Giga didn't win a yeah, round, I, I, which I, I also yeah, exactly. didn't see coming. But, um, I mean, okay, so moving on from that fight, it was great. Shout out to Cater. We'll see him soon. We'll see Giga again. We were very right. We're going to keep bringing it mm-hmm. up, and we're hoping to continue being right, but I doubt it. Yeah, we were, we were really right on this one. Extremely right. It felt um, so good to have, have one so right, especially after I lost my first four UFC best of the day. Yes. Um, okay, What else? this card, you know, it was kind of underwhelming. Um, there are some decent scraps in there. Roy Vall definitely submitted Bonterin. But and Bonterin tapped, but the referee missed it. Uh oh. I think we lost him. So, all right, Dylan's back. Uh, as I was saying, I was just gonna point out how Brandon Roy Vall. Definitely submitted Bonterin and Bonterin definitely tapped, but referee Mark Smith did not see it or didn't call it. And it ended up not mattering because Royval won by decision, split decision, which I bet on him to mm-hmm. win by decision, which was good for me that uh, Mark Smith didn't see the tap. But it's just one of those things you don't, if it would have went the other way, it would have been a bad, really bad look. But um, I don't know. Right, yeah. I, I kind of missed that during the fight. Yeah, he totally tapped. Oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Bro. Are we good? I can hear you and see you. Bro, I don't I don't the... You can hear me? Yeah, you can hear me? Bro, I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. We just got to power through it, man. Hope it gets better. One sec. Pause it. Okay. Okay. Technical dif- difficulties here on the Salute Manifesto. We're uh, back, though. But we're back. Okay. I think this should be good for the time being. I'm knocking on wood. Okay. Anyway, Roy Vol- I think, Yeah, not for I think we're okay, though. Yeah, okay. I, no, okay. I was gonna say I I, I kind of missed that, but I caught it on Twitter afterwards, and like, yeah, I was definitely a tap. That fight, um, the the, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fights like that on the card, which is kind of like it's kind of happened, like not nothing insanely notable. Um, I mean, Roy Val, good for him, good win. I mean, I don't think he's uh very, he's pretty good on the ground, but. The top five in the flyweight, starting starting at Kai Car France. I don't think he takes any of those guys out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, good for him though. It was a good, good, good ranked win. Um, but yeah, that was good for the division because like Bontrian now, like, like what do you do? What do you do with him? Like that's, he's not bad. He's not bad, but I mean, he'll probably be a top ten guy. But I mean, if you win that fight, you're right there, and that was a big because Royval's gonna get a pretty good opponent. Yeah, it. I don't really know what the fights are to making that division. I just, I like, Roy, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speculating. Like, I'm, like that was a big fight for like either of them to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Roy Vall is one of those guys where he at times looks really fucking good, mm-hmm. but like in in a matchup like this against Bonter, and you would like to have seen him dominate a little bit more. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm was, saying. Like he was on his back a lot. Like he was active on his back, but 
Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that, honestly. The point is the winner's going to get an opportunity, but I don't, have, I, don't have, yeah. I don't have much else to say about it. Yeah. Um, Shukagan decision. I burned $10 betting the under. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that fight stunk. Good for Chukagan. Okay. Other than that, I really – I got nothing else. Chase Sherman's on the fade list. That's all I have to say. That oh, was yes. Chase Sherman. Biz, that was atrocious. I that was the worst take of all time. I don't even want to hear what I said about him. Like that was so the fade list is now Walt Harris, Alexi, or not like fuck Walt Harris, uh Maurice Green. Um are, is Big Mouth still on there? I think so. I think okay. Cowboy is as well. In until Big Mouth wins, and then yeah, Cowboy and then fucking uh Nate Chase Diaz. Sherman. No, Chase Sherman. That was <laughs> that was actually like that he looked from the start it was just like dude what why did i bet on this guy but it yeah. sucked for me too because i had a i had like a plus 250 parlay on like and he was the third leg it was terrible oh jesus christ i'm so sorry i hard i apologize that was that was that's nomination for worst pick of the year where i started the awards out oh nah dude i got another nomination for worst pick of the year by you and that was on the prelims bro brahimaj Oh yeah, dude. That Where was McGee bad, worked dude. that dude's ass. We had a little fight going on that one, and I, I yeah. came up on top, but wow. Yeah, you did, dude. Oh my yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It was 2022 after a rough start for me. I went 0 and 4 or 0 and 5 before the cater fight. And then that kind of brought me back. But here's the thing though, I would much rather, I don't know if I'd much rather, but it's it's, it's a better feeling like inside, maybe not financially, but a better feeling when you go over and then win the main event then win every fight you bet on and then lose the main event. It's, it's something about the main event. Like, obviously, I'm happy that I made more money the other way, but something about the main event is kind of like sad. And you end the night on a high note. You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, for, no, for sure. Kind of forget about the past losses, but yeah. Because those are the biggest fights. You want to be right about the biggest fight. Who cares exactly, about the prelims? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, care about the yeah. prelims, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, those like those you'll forget about in a day, but the – if I pick you, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that would have been brutal if we, if we took. But we didn't. And we're going to continue being no, right. because we are smart. It's fucking, yeah. it's UFC 270. And Ganu versus Gan. And I have been thinking about this fight for, like, the last two weeks, trying to figure out what's going to happen. It's uh-huh. very – I'm going to be so fucking nervous when uh, Bruce yeah. Buffer is announcing these guys. Yeah. Holy shit. This is one of the more excited – most excited I've been for a fight in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Since the like, – Probably since the last time Connor and Poirier fought. Yeah, for me at least since, like, we were in Vegas watching one live. Oh, well, but, yeah, of course. I'm not including that. But uh, That's an outlier. But, yes, I agree. So, I mean, I guess I was pretty hyped for Ortega Volk, but that's just because I'm an Ortega guy. But yeah. let's just let's just start at the top, man. Let's talk about it. Francis Ngannou, Cyril Ghosn, started as a pick a lot of line movement towards Ghosn. So Ngannou is now plus 135. Plus 135. I mean, Francis here's, Ngannou. bro, this is, what, this is what I'm going to say. Like, we've learned from our mistakes. Don't overthink it, Ngannou. And got a money line. I mean, dude, like we can get into technicalities in a second, but 
you're telling me and God is plus 135. Like that's a no brainer to me. Like no brainer. Like take him, take like, take him. Like if he knocks him out in the first round, you don't bet on him. You're gonna be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? You take right. Ganyu. You take no Ganyu all day, every day. You know, Cyril Gan. We've been fading him. I feel like for a while. And oh, he's, I, faded, I faded him like the last three fights. He's really good, but let's take a look. Let's take a look at his uh, his fight history. Okay, this mm-hmm. dude he's ten and zero, which you got to be a very convincing ten and zero to get a towel shot at this point in your career. And he, yeah, he is. He, he is convincing. When he's you lost watch one round on a judge's scorecard, and that was okay. to uh, Volkov. Okay, so his last. We'll go through his last five wins. Yes, he's seven and all in the UFC. He won the interim bell against Derek Lewis. Pieced up Derek Lewis. Uh, that, that, that's a, that's just a matchup, fucking mismatch too, right there. Exactly, it's a definitely a mismatch. And then decision win versus Alexander Volkov. Decision win versus Rosenstrike. TKO of Junior of Santos, who like retired after that, washed, and a, and a decision win against Tanner Bozer. Are you yeah. fucking kidding I mean, me? This dude's the favorite against one of the baddest motherfuckers that's ever been in the UFC. No, dude, I'm betting him right now. I got as we speak. I don't care. You're like, it's like it's too like. See, yeah, exactly like that. You look at fucking uh, uh, in last fights. Dude, he has every, every every one of his wins is a knockout, dude. Every one. I don't think he has, like, in the UFC at least, they're all fucking knockouts. Like, it's craziness. Yeah. Steve Rosenstrike, Junior Santos, Cain Velasquez, Curtis Blades. He lost to Derek Lewis and lost to Steve We won't talk about those fights. He had the Overeem knockout, which is one of the crazier knockouts you'll see. Arlovsky, mm-hmm. Curtis Blades again. Oh, man. Yeah, has... I actually do want to talk about. I actually do want to talk about his losses though, because okay, so one of them he avenged Cipe, and he learned from his mistake the first time. And that's the best back. he's ever looked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. He looked. He looked poised. He was picking his shots, and I guess the guy who's beaten him before. And then the Lewis fight. That is just such a fucking like uh, delete the tape fight. Like it. It's the most boring UFC fight I've ever seen. Like it's craziness. Yeah. Like they they stand there for fifteen minutes and don't do anything. And that wasn't Gandhi, in my opinion, being hesitant after losing his first fight in the UFC right. and being and questioning himself. You know what I mean? So since then he's been he's five and zero, oh, and I think it's no doubt this is also another one of those fights where you take the smart, you know, just, you know take Aldo, take Cater. We're taking Ngannou here. We're riding. Yeah. In terms of technicalities, though, Gon is one of the most tech, one of the most technical heavyweight fighters I've ever seen, Easy. and I and I could see him winning. It wouldn't shock me if he if he gets his distance right and avoids Ngannou's big shots. Um, nah, he's getting dude. He's getting this is okay. So this is the thing about this fight, dude. Like, no matter what happens, it's gonna be fucking crazy, mm-hmm. unless it goes to like a boring decision win. But I don't really see that happening. I feel like someone's getting finished. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be Francis Ngannou that gets finished. No. Because, like, okay. Bro, it just how takes, much? It just, how, just how much? One. Of course, and these are heavyweights. These are the, the top heavyweights in the world. Definitely only takes one. 
My question is, and I sound like an idiot because this is one of the biggest dudes who could play. He could play. He's like fucking Aaron Donald in the UFC. Like, but how powerful is Cyril gone? Like, do we know how powerful he really is? We don't really. He's not. I don't think he is. That's not one of his strengths. And he has a lot of them. I don't think power is one of his strengths. He's not a one punch knockout kind of guy. Right. And And so, like, if this, if he's going to rely on using his distance, like being, being tactical with his punches and stuff, like, this is a five round fight. Do you think you he can evade Francis Ngannou's power for five rounds? That's a great question. It, it depends to me. Number one, if Francis' gas tank holds up, yep. Which I think it, I think it will. Uh, it didn't against Stipe um, the first time, but I think it will this time. And it also depends on if Gon decides to use his wrestling, which he can wrestle. He has submissions, and you know that's possible. Um, but if those two things don't happen. I don't see Gon making it 25 minutes without taking at least one clean shot from Francis. So there you go. Man, over under two and a half rounds. I think I'm going to go under two and a half. I mean, if we're betting in Ghana, you kind of have to go under. Right. So, man, I am so excited for this fight. So I I totally – I don't want to – like you said, anyone can win this fight. I don't want to – sound like I am not a believer or respecter of Cyril Gaon, but I'm just more skeptical of him than I am in Ganu. And I totally realize the potential that this guy has. Like I said, he literally looks like fucking Aaron Donald walking yeah. through an octagon. Dude, he's like, built. And he, he he's looks so good. quick. Dude, he's lost one round on the judges. He lost round one to Volkov, according to one judge. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so the majority had him winning that round even. Yes. Um, I also want to see – I'm interested – I think the weigh are tomorrow. I want to see how much he weighs yeah. because I talked about it when he fought Yeah, Derek I agree about that too because he, he was pretty light for the Lewis fight. I'm guessing around like 240, 245. Yeah, that's where he was around. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if he, if he comes in a little heavier – uh, or if he, you know, stays at his normal weight, uh, we'll see. But man, uh, Francis Ngannou. Also, breaking underdog. news: I, I will be able to watch the fight, so I'll be locked in, boozing up. So, was that? Was that? I was going to be able to watch it. Think, Why? Th- things. That, um. Uh, I was. I had some Emerald duties for the hockey game, but oh, got fuck can- that. It got canceled, so God is real. I, yeah, God. Yeah, there, there is a God. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait. I, you're right. I can't like this is like heavy, heavyweight titles are a little different than the others. You know what I mean? Oh, like, of course. It's the heavyweight champion of the world here we're talking about, which is pretty insane. But yeah. So. Well, I just I can't wait to see what happens. We'll have plenty to talk about, no matter what the outcome well, is. App show. Okay, so there's there's one other title fight on UFC 270. It is the trilogy fight: Brandon Moreno, the current champion, taking on Davison Figueiredo, and Biggie. Oh man, I hate betting against Moreno, but the odds right now, Moreno's minus 170. 
Figure you eight plus one forty five, dude. Gotta you got do it. it. Like, why? Why are the odds that big? It just makes I no sense. It doesn't make sense to me either. I don't know what's wrong with me, bro. All of the I love every single underdog that I see so far this year. Bro, I love dogs way too much. But dude, it, like it makes sense. Okay, the first fight was a draw. It was fucking a, it was a draw. The second fight, Moreno was like minus two hundred or Moreno was like plus two hundred, and he won by submission second round. Right. And you're telling me that shape that flipped it three hundred. Fuck it, that flipped it three hundred. He or almost four hundred. He was plus two hundred. Now he's minus one eighty from what yeah. I'm looking at right now. There's no way one win can change it that much, especially in like the UFC where it's really anyone's game. And we've seen Figgy. Figgy looked like shit that fight. He looked he did. Like he looked so hesitant. And looking at him now and like the embedded videos and like his some of his interviews, he looks like he's gonna be back. And I think he will be. Um I mean, I really don't know what to expect this fight because the first fight had everything, man. It had knockdowns on each side, you know. Just a fucking war. The second fight was just so lopsided. Like Moreno knocked him down the first, submitted him in the second, and it was pretty dominant. So yes. it's really, I really don't know what to expect, which is why going with the dog is probably the better move if it's kind of like a toss up. Like I really, I, I, I have a hard time picking a side on this fight. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So like I hate taking. Figueredo just because like Brandon Moreno, Brandon Moreno is so likable and just it's his reaction after he won the belt back in June. Oh, one of the most pure. fun man. Unreal. So it sucks. You know, I'm definitely not going to be upset if I lose my bet on this one is what I'm no. going to say. I really like, do you see it going all five? I think is really my question. I, mean, I, don't, know if I, I don't know if I see it going all five, but I wouldn't be like, shocked like it did the first fight and like they both took a lot of damage you know what i mean like i don't right. know like it could, I, I don't see it going off five but i wouldn't be shocked okay it's so right- you don't you, you don't have any strong lean either way well here's the thing for um when it comes to um rematches i'm usually right in that i'm uh to the opinion that Whatever happened the first fight, it usually flip flops. I was right about that for Rose and Whaley and Colby and Usman, and it happened in this rematch as well. Oh, so true. when in trilogies, it's kind of hard to I don't know. Like it, one was seen to, both, so why it's hard to lean away. But usually, uh, like Stipe and Ganu, another example rematch went the distance, then there's a finish. I think that like I think that's pretty common. Um, for a lot of reasons, but I, I really don't have a lean either either way. If I mean, I guess if I were to lean one way, probably a finish, probably. Okay, I think I'm I'm with you there. A finish in either direction, I think would be if I had a gun to my head. But um, yeah. I'm really interested. Like I said, I'm interested to see what Cyril's looking like. Um, at the weigh-ins. I'm yes. interested to see how Figueredo does with the weight cut because it Same. seemed to give him problems last time. I've been watching the embedded videos and it seemed like the weight cut's going pretty well. They've been focusing on that a lot because that has been a problem in the past for him. He's missed yeah. weight before. It's, it's a hard, he cuts like 50 pounds, bro. Like, dude, yeah. go to go to Bantam weight. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. But yeah, so he, he looks good from what I see. Yeah. And the okay, so uh, just talking about the odds on this fight. 
Let's pull up. Let's up, let's pull up Figueredo's uh, fight history and remind the people of his. He was on a t- 2020 year. Let's see what the fuck's his name. He was on a tear. D E I D Evison Figueredo. Why can't I find it? I'm an idiot. D. Oh, the Rangers scored again. God damn it. Are you serious? Oh, my God. I'm dead serious. Okay, Deveson Figueredo. Fuck the Leafs, dude. They were up up fucking three to one, man. Oh, my God. Strom scored. Please don't be Panarin assist. All right, keep going. Oh, okay. So, Figueredo, he's 20 and two. His last loss, obviously, was against Moreno. Before that, he had a draw to Moreno, and then he won five in a row against – Let's see, who do you beat for the belt? Oh, he beat Benavidez. Yeah, Benavides. okay, yeah. Fun fact, my jiu-jitsu coach fought Benavidez back in 08, lost by a guillotine. That's crazy. So he beat Benavidez twice. So your your jiu-jitsu coach has a common opponent with Figueredo. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's pretty hilarious, bro. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Tim Elliott, Alexander Pantoja. Oh, so you're, you're fucked. Yeah. That's Sorry unfortunate. That. Keep, keep going though. Well, I'm just saying, like this dude, he won. Let's see. He won the belt October 2019. Or no, no, no. He beat Tim Elliott October 2019. Won the belt February 2020. July 2020 won again. And then November 2021 again in the first round. And then he fought again in December, and that was the draw against Moreno. Like, he had one of the more active, like, most successful 2020. I remember. And when he beat uh, fucking Figueredo, um, no, no, when Frigo beat Perez for the belt, that was kind of my first, like, introduction. Because the flyweight division before that, it was, like, the uh, Mighty Mouse era where, like, he was yeah. beating everybody. And I don't know. I just didn't – there was, like, a whole year in the UFC where I was watching it but not really paying attention to flyweight. They had like the flyweight, like the Figueredo against Perez. That was on a fucking fight night, bro, for the belt. And really, yeah, bro, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it says it was UFC two fifty five. Which one? Oh no, that was the Benavidez. Yeah, yeah, Benavidez. He does one. Yes. Um, both of them were fight nights. Yeah, which is crazy, bro. Like it's just that like that's crazy. Cr- so since then, I think he's really sparked the division again, which is really cool to see. But yeah, and you're right about him, you know, tearing like from his last five or six fights, he shouldn't be that big of an underdog against a guy who he has been toe to toe with for the last two fights. He would have won the first one if he didn't get a point taken. Yeah, and I expected it to be a pick him also. Yeah, so we're taking the value on Figueredo. No matter what happens, like if Figgy wins, I'll win my bet. If Moreno wins, I'm more of a fan of him. But this should be this should be a pretty exciting fight. Moreno's looked really fucking good in his last I think he's won seven in yeah. a row. Um he's no, he's five oh and two. He has two draws in his last seven fights. That's just so kind of interesting. Moreno is like one of my he's gotten to be one of my favorite fighters too, man. Like his story about how he's like last pick from the ultimate fighter, lost a lot fucking like all this shit like got cut from the ufc like he's grinded and his reaction like after he won the belt fucking unreal and like his personality now like 
even as champ, it's it's really cool. Yeah, very happy for so, him. So it's gonna be tough to bet against him, but I mean, fuck, like right. the odds. The odds. The, I'm sorry, Moreno. If if it was a pick I'd be riding with you. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, bro. Oh man, I love it. So like both of the championship fights, I could see like it should be a coin flip for me either way. Obviously, once the fight starts, you can you'll be able to see who has the edge. But going into yeah. it, they're both a coin flip for me. I've gotten better at that getting like I could I I can tell in the first twenty seconds like kind of how a fight is gonna lead. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, Most okay. of the time, yeah. Most of the time, yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't take long. Uh, like I would say first, first couple of minutes, thirty seconds yeah. or twenty seconds yeah. might be a little. I mean, yeah, the Sherman fight it was over in like five seconds. Like, <laughs> um, walk true. in, I'm like, dude, Jesus Christ. Sometimes you can tell in the walk walk ins, honestly. True. True. A lot of psychology going on. Okay, so let's talk about these other fights, dude. So there's 13 in total, including the the championships. And there's like eight debuts or something like that. What? Yeah, there's like eight of like almost a third of the card is making their debut. And even outside of that, the those that aren't making their debut, like barely any of them have more than like three or four fights in the UFC. I was just There's saying, a like, lot of newbies on this card. Usually on these prelims, even like fight night prelims, like I know a lot of names. Like for a pay-per-view, I don't know a lot of these guys, man, especially yeah. on the prelims. Like even on the main card, there's, some, there's like there's two guys I don't – I'm not familiar with, which is like really rare for pay-per-view. Yeah, so shit. Like there's really not much to know about these guys. I do have some notes. I'm not sure where I, you would like to start with these. I was going to the only notes I have is on Pereira, who's fighting Andre Fiajo. Yes. The fight, third of the last fight. He's must uh, watch. Yeah, must watch. Pereira, he's four and two in the UFC. He's won three straight. And um, his and he's beat Chaos Williams and Nico Price, which are pretty notable wins. And one of his losses was to Tristan Connolly, who was like a minus five or was like a plus 500 dog against Michael Pereira. Took the fight on really short. It was his UFC debut. And I watched the fight. Pereira just like fucked around. Like he was just like fucking around. Like literally he was like doing flips and doing whatever. And and Tristan just like got control of him on the ground. Just like held him there, which was was pretty weird. My point is that Connolly has gone 0-1 since and isn't really that good of a fighter. Um, And it was kind of a fluke. I, I hate that word, but it was kind of it kind of was like Prera. If he really took him seriously, he would have won. But right. Prera's must watch, and yeah, he's got key wins against some killers. Yeah, so he's there's definitely a reason why he's the the fight before the two main events because this dude literally like runs around the cage, jumps off of the cage, does flips, like crazy like punches, kicks, everything. So he'll be a mm-hmm. lot of fun. He was on the Connor Poirier uh, three card. Yeah, he's one of those guys like Sean O'Malley where he's on pay-per-views. He's right. just on pay-per-views. So, I mean, I'll, pr- I'll probably pick him to win. Um, might use him in a parlay or two. Yeah. I don't really know shit about the other guy. I don't think there's really much to know about the other guy. Good luck to him. I don't know. He doesn't even have a picture on <laughs> UFC.com. Well, I just say. Uh-huh. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Um, okay, low-key, the Saeed Nurmagomedov and Cody Stammen fight might be a banger. 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Nurmagomedov might just, you know, fuck him up. But, like, who knows? I mean, Cody See, is one of the Cody's, more boring fighters. He's got opinion. a solid resume. He's got a solid resume. No, he does. But he's – I think there's guys that aren't ranked in that division that should be ranked above him. That should be ranked in his place. Just in my is opinion. This, is this bantamweight? Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude – like put fucking uh Yanez there. I don't know. Like Yanez would beat his ass, bro. Like, come on. Dude, okay, so let's take a look here. Stamen is lost two two in a row. He's lost to Marab and Jimmy Rivera. He's beat Brian Keller, draw with the dong man, beat Alejandro Perez, lost to Aljo. I mean, he doesn't really have very many big wins, I guess, but he's fought a lot of the top guys, which is I guess yeah, he has. He has. Um, who is the one after Murat? Oh yeah, Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy, he's out of UFC now. Like I don't know. Like you know, what I mean, he like he kind of like he loses the fights you expect him to lose. Is, is got kind of what I'm saying? Like he's not one of the guys that I expect like pulling out of his ass. Although he did like put a fight up against put up a fight against Murat. I remember watching that fight. Um, like but he like put up a fight. He he lost like decisively, but he did put up a fight. Um, I mean, Saeed, he's on a tear. Um, this is a big fight for him to get a number next to his name. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it fight a lot, but, yeah. I am looking forward to this one, though. Most definitely. I don't, I don't really – For the fucking mentality, but I don't know. Wait, say that again? Say that again? I don't hate Stalman for the plus odds, just for the fuck it mentality. Yeah, but just of, of all your the opinion. dogs on this card, though, like – He's not the one I would go with. No, yeah, say I'm, I'm just kind of like you know, like you know, maybe it, it could happen. Depending on how many beers deep you are, with four fights to go, maybe you want some action on it. I don't know. Oh so yeah, at that point, man, it's going to be about yeah. eleven thirty p.m. Uh, Central Time. So I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a late card. Okay. What else we got? All right, I'm gonna shit. We can jump around here. Do you have? I know you're. I have one other fight. I have one other fight I really care about. Other than that, okay, okay. I'm just gonna fire through some things real quick. Um, Topuria and Jordan. Yes, love it. Why is Jordan that big of a dog? I think it's because short notice one. Yeah. Also, Topuria. Like I think people. He's really good. He's really fucking good. But dude, I already took Jordan like plus three ninety or whatever. Dude, I mean Jordan is a fucking crazy person. Like we just After saw that him, last like, performance. We just saw him yeah. kick someone out of the octagon his last fight. Like, what do you like? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this will be one of those fights where I take Jordan because, like, I'm like, why is it that high? And then it happens. I'm like, oh, that's why. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like he's gonna. You know what though? Like I love plus four hundred or whatever he's at. I- I'm gonna take that every day of the week. Oh yeah, because not only his last performance that we watched, where like you said, he literally fucking Sparta kicked the dude out of the UFC, probably out of but, like, Vegas, like into another yeah, state. Even in his past performances, like this dude has knockout potential. Like yeah, I don't see this one. fight lasting very long. If I'm gonna be completely honest, um, the under is what you're telling me. Yes, the un- it's one and a half. So Ugh, make of that. that what you will. Um, um, but yeah, Jordan all day for those fucking odds. 
I'm not missing out on a huge underdog upset after not betting on Pena when we were in Vegas for that. But yeah, yeah I'm just going to mention two more fighters and you can kind of like take the grounds for wherever you want to go. Um, Matt Frivola, he's good. His last fight, he got knocked down seven seconds by Terrence McKinney, but he is good. So that's what they're out there. Um, Parlay piece. Yes. And then my girl, Kay Hansen, opening the card up. It's been a while, Kay, but she's back. And I think I'm going to fade her. <laughs> so we have we have five Dana White Contender Series debuts on this card. Okay. Are they the ones that are in black on the? Uh, yeah, they're the black and white ones. Right. So okay. I, I watch oh, most. I watch most of these. So Jasmine Zhao's Duvacious, or however you say her Ooh. name, who's fighting? Who's fighting? Kay Hansen. I'm warning you right now. She's going to tout, like she's going to be so much fucking bigger than Kay Hansen okay. in the octagon. I'm not saying that is a big advantage, but it you know it helps in certain situations. She's like six. She's not very experienced. She's like six and one in the UFC. Looked very good on Contender Series, but she's never faced anyone near as good as Kay Hansen. Yeah. And if it goes to the ground, Kay Hansen's probably going to submit her. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but as she's like plus 200, probably going to take a flyer on that based off of what okay. I've seen in the past. I'm going to go K by sub. We'll see, though. So, yeah, if you're in a bet on K, I'll go K by sub. Yeah. That's how she sure. does. Um, so the guy fighting for Vola Valdez is another one. I don't have much to say about him. I Oliveira. think he's uh, teammate. I could be wrong though. Oh, might do a teammate parlay to kind of head around the pitch. Gotta like take it on the grain of salt. They like showed someone on unembedded for like a half a second, put his name on the screen for a half a second. And Moreno was like, Oh, it's my teammate, and they moved on. But I think it was him. <laughs> I think it was him. I think it was him, but I could be wrong. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's he's from Mexico, so it makes sense. I don't okay. know. I don't know shit about him. Oh, the Rangers scored again. God, dude, the Leafs have given up five and four, four goals. Maybe dude, five I'm goals you, in a row. The Leafs are an all-time fate, though. I'm Jesus telling you. Christ. Well, there's like, my little. This is the one time I bet on hockey. It's just not going well. <laughs> the Leafs will tear your heart out and just like spit in your face. Okay. Well, another note, I'm going to go seven out of eight on this pool. Hopefully that won't win me somebody, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. Simon Oliveira is also debuting. Uh, okay. The one Dana White contender series that I want you to pay attention to is Michael Morales. Okay, it looks kind of cool. Michael Morales is – he might very well be the truth, okay? Okay. This dude was impressive as hell. I'm talking like – he looked like he was like a ranked fighter. Like okay. – uh, he's minus 130. I already bet on him, so. Okay, got it. I'll tell Look out for him. He's facing Trevin Giles, who's pretty good at, as well. Um, I just want to say there's nothing better than, like, having a guy that you back in his USC debut and riding him till the end. And, like, that's, like, it's like a good feeling. You know what I mean? So That's going to be me with Michael Morales. I bl- I'm a believer. Bro, why are there, like, 20 guys in the UFC and UFC last name Morales? I'm sure there's, like, 20 or 30 of them. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. No, for sure. Pereira, Oliveira. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real. Um, Our boy Wellington Terman's back. Yeah, he's good. He's he's, he's a big a, dog. The, dog. the guy's the guy he's fighting is like a jujitsu world champion. And I remember if it goes, Vera, I think I think he fought on like one of the like a, one of the summer cards. Um, I, I recognize the name, but I, I like Turner. We'll see again the plus odds. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so, you're interview card, bro. It is a weird pay per view card. I'm. Let's try to wrap this up. You're. You're. Something's going on with the audio. You're good. I can hear you and everything. I think it's better now. Actually, say something. Hello. Okay. No, it's, I think it, it might be uh my computer making that noise. But anyway, we're basically on this card. Like you said, it's a weird pay per view. There's not a lot of the big names outside of the, the two main events. We were robbed of Greg Hardy versus Olenek. Oh yeah. Dude. I don't. It doesn't look like we'll oh. ever get that fight. Okay, wait. So, so Vieira, well, Terman's last fight, he beat Sam Alvey. That's just yeah. a, okay. I remember that now. Um, okay, yeah. Um, do you have the records of like? Because we're we're picking, we're, you're recording like the yearly. Oh, dude, I do not remember what we picked. I do not have that archived. I can go um, back though. Like we can always have, go back. It's always it's recorded, so right. It's, it's okay. Okay, but you sound like you're underwater. But we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do three three picks. Okay, I'll let you go first. And Ganu, Figgy, and Prayer. Okay, I'm also gonna go with Ganu, but I'm gonna give two two other one. Oh, I'm gonna go Ganu and Figgy as well, but not officially. I'm riding with you. My one official is Ganu. Okay. okay. My second official is Michael Morales. Oh, okay, I was just all right. Whatever, I'm, I'm sticking with it. And I, my third, I, I, I'm gonna change mine to K Hansen instead of Freya. Okay, K Hansen's your lock. So I got Inganu. I have Michael Morales, and then I'm going to throw in. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? I'm gonna throw in Charles Jordan at plus four hundred as a as my okay. my third Yo. pick. Let's fucking go, baby. So there we have it. Okay, is there any uh, extracurriculars that you want to rattle off? Yeah, I got a few. I just want to say, what time is card? Okay, sorry, it's three p.m. Pacific time, so I'll be watching UFC for seven hours on Saturday. Um, oh, yeah, dude, but... your phone sucks, man. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Can you hear me or no? It is barely like I can hear what you're saying, but it's like I said, it sounds like you're like underwater screaming at me, or like it sounds okay. Awful well, stuff. I only have two. Um, Burns and Hamzat might fight soon. Um, yeah, Burn, Burns and so, Hamzat. I'll translate for the for the mic. Okay, yeah, Burns and Hamzat might fight soon. There's just some stuff about that. Hamzat was chirping him, and then Amanda Nunes is leaving American Top Team, and. That's all I have. Amanda Nunes left her gym. We who knows if what that means. Um, I did see a tweet that says the PFL is the leader to to sign Kate uh, Kayla Harrison. So we'll see. Uh, oh yeah, I should remember that. 
We'll see. Okay. I'm going to end this before um, yeah. the entire audio just goes blank. So there you have it. We got UFC 270. Just to remind the, the listeners, we got Nganu over Gone in the championship for the heavyweights. And we got Figueredo plus 145 against Moreno. Yes, sir. My full card. So I, I'm going to be tracking my UFC picks on Slimmy's in the bio. I'm two and three, about even money. I'm going to have maybe like six or seven plays, a couple parlays, a couple straight bets, a couple totals, a couple uh, method bets probably going to get in there a little bit. I'm going to have a full card tweeted out. Art Torres, thank you very much. Of course. Thank you for having me. We'll be back. Boxed up.